Hey there, gamers. It's your buddy Gary here with another fun episode of the Die by the Sword podcast. We sure do hope you're enjoying the show. We're having a blast recording it. We want to give a big old thank you to Ed and Gavin over at Midnight Syndicate for their awesome and spooky music. Check them out at www.midnightsyndicate.com. Also, a quick shout out to Sword Coast Soundscapes for the ambient sound. All right, now we're ready. Let's get on to the show. Did you just do that on mic? I didn't mean to. That was one of those weird back of throat noises. Uh-huh. Yeah. You mean a burp? It. Yeah, I heard it. Wasn't it wasn't a burp. Uh-huh, it sure. A, it was a gurgle. Uh-huh. <laughs> what, a gurgle. Made you, what made you gurgle? Uh, my beverage. I got a beverage here, man. We all got beverages. What are you drinking? I'm drinking some alcoholic Texas tea. I'm not sure if I like it. Well, why don't you like it? Um... I'm not sure. My suspicion is because it says it's vegan friendly. <laughs> that makes no sense. How how could alcohol be vegan friendly? Isn't alcohol just alcohol I mean, grains? You said how can it be vegan friendly, or do you mean not vegan friendly? Not vegan. That's what I meant. Not vegan friendly. <laughs> um, well, this is one of those craft drinks, so you never know. There's a lot of beers and stuff that have milk or honey or something like yeah, that. Yeah, if it had true. honey in it, it wouldn't be vegan. Like made from a nice bone broth. Um, well, most <laughs> most craft breweries always slaughter a goat and add mm-hmm. the blood to their uh so it makes it so good yeah to the uh what's the thing that you cook it in the pot that <laughs> that yes the kettle kettle that's the word the big kettle not like a tea kettle the mm-hmm. big ones i the thought it was one. a still <laughs> no you actually don't use stills for beer oh well i don't make a lot of beer no <laughs> or or spirits <laughs> either because that's what you use it for uh for moonshine granny's medicine so mm-hmm. Exactly. That makes me wonder if there are any like vegan meads because usually it's like a honey mead. Yeah. That I mean, a, a, it's made from honey. Do, a, yeah, doesn't it have to be honey to be mead? Yeah, a vegan mead is beer. Doesn't mead have to have like? I an, think it would be animal wine. muscle in it. You, you yeah. could use agave nectar. It's what people usually use for honey substitute. <laughs> Well, according to a quick Google search, I don't know anything about this, but it says bee free mead, which is hard to say. Bee free. So many E's. Bee free mead. 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 That's the one I like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's actors like for you, Took your honey, did something fun with it, and gave it back to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, then you can change it up even more with bee. Free meat. <laughs> <laughs> like sex, now that I got your attention. Right? Exactly. <laughs> it just, that reminds me of that, that, that uh, exercise about emphasis. Mm-hmm. That, that uh, I, didn't, I didn't take the money. Could, if you uh, emphasize a different word, it changes the whole meaning of the sentence. Like, I didn't take the money. 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 Yeah, that's a hard one. The, yeah, the, the last the... one is hard. <laughs> I didn't take the money. There you go. There you go. I'm that's not the an actor. actor. The yeah. actor knew what to do. You see, you know, your mom told you that uh, 80% of conversation is nonverbal, or 80% of communication is nonverbal. There is concrete proof. <laughs> Wait, I, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> he said, shut up. I think that's what he said, right? <laughs> That was rude. What what confused you? 80% of communication is nonverbal. 
Am I we, messing up the saying? I don't know if you are or not, because I've never heard that saying. But, I mean, we are 100% verbal communicating with our audience right now. Yes. yes. That's true. Verbally. Verbal communication. I think the it's the, it's what is it? It's 70% tone is... Yeah, that's the is other the way I've heard. That's the, probably the more common way I've heard it phrased. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's why, you know, people can get bent out of shape over text. All yeah, because yeah, yeah, there's no tone in there's it. There's no tone. But all in all, this is why commas are important. Yes, commas help a lot. What's the what's the one? To, uh, let's eat, Grandma. Or- let's eat, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we've talked before on the podcast on how we're all pro- Oxford comma usage. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then there's that classic sentence. That's the, that's the, I think it's the knockdown argument for it. It says, this book is dedicated to my parents, Ayn Rand and God. Without the third comma, it's, this is that de- this book is dedicated to my parents, Ayn Rand and God. <laughs> <laughs> that's an impressive pair of parents. Yeah. Kind of terrifying. <laughs> really? That makes this person a demigod. I feel very sad for that person. <laughs> that would be a rough childhood. Yeah. It's the new Hercules. <laughs> With zero strength. <laughs> Ouch. But great fiscal responsibility. But ego turned up to 100. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad our show is more interesting than uh, an Anne Rand novel. Ooh, burn. <laughs> Atlas shrugged. Didn't you try to reread? I tried to reread it and it's like, oh. The Fountainhead is a lot better. This was a lot easier 30 years ago. I can't comment because I've never read any of her books. All I know is they're big. They're, they're, like, they're big, thick books. I had to read one in school. I don't remember which one it was. Probably The Fountainhead. I think it was Fountainhead. I know I've read Atlas Shrugged, too. I just couldn't remember which one. I think The Fountainhead's actually a better story because Atlas Shrugged just... Um, Does it make you want to shrug? It doesn't. It did make me want to shrug after a while. It's like, oh, man, I so don't care about these people like <laughs> <I used to." laughs> And uh, the first part of it is kind of interesting. And then, like all books that go to... Uh, uh, nirvana or you know some sort of utopia it just uh, it just takes you out of it it can't work it just can't work well i mean a story with no problems isn't a story it wasn't right. that there were no problems it was just that unrealistic expectations that really smart people will actually do really smart things and it's like it's that's not, not true. true i do stupid stuff all true. the time are you saying you're a smart person philip <laughs> i'm not a stupid person no yeah that's that's a big problem is when you can tell you're reading propaganda when it's like oh and here's a place where everything is the way I should be, and it's all working perfectly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this word has been used twice tonight, once on the air, and uh, once you've just brought it up now, propaganda. It's like, it's. I got news for you guys. It's all propaganda. That's the secret. We're going to- The secret is propaganda? I it's all- it. That's true. <laughs> it's all, it's all propaganda. And the secret is propaganda, but- I've We're turning this video. into a conspiracy yes. podcast with yes. for a- Self-help novels. <laughs> Eat, not pray, just, love. Not just self-help novels. It's all propaganda. Next week, we'll be talking about the live your best life now. The self-help uh, book where they're warning about the lizard people. <laughs> <laughs> be your best self so you can fight against the lizard people. That's true. That's a good motivation. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I was just reading about the Silurian uh, history of the Earth. <laughs> really? <laughs> Today. Oh, like, my goodness. That's why she, that's why she's in this mood. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like I guess it explains stuff as well as anything else. <laughs> Could someone please explain to me what happened last week because I don't know what we're doing. So, last week we returned from Morast and we 
tried to go investigate the Alchemworks. Alchem- oh, that's right. Alchemic work. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we ran into that super scary not dog thing. Yeah, we were walking by it and it's like, hey, what the hell? We might as well mm-hmm. go in and check. And there was no sign. There was no gate. There was no door. It was just, hey, courtyard and a dog. And let's be clear. This was not a dog. Gary showed us the picture. It's like a Silent Hill one of those dogs. Yeah, it was an <laughs> evil dog. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a it was a flesh golem dog and we chickened out. We were it, it you, got, a, you got bit. Yeah, it rolled a 30 to hit and did 20 points of damage and we were like, we weren't even sure we were supposed to be here and now I'm really sure we're not supposed to be here. <laughs> so we Bye. we we booked it and we chickened out. And I complimented you at the time Philip, but that use of vanish was brilliant. Oh yeah, cuz I don't Yeah, that saved his life. Yeah, yeah it's like I was the only one threatened by the dog. So he used Vanish on me so I could get out of there without provoking an attack mm-hmm. of opportunity, and then everybody else got to leave. Yep. It's the first time in this show, I think, one hit and everybody ran. Yeah, I feel weird about it. Like, I mean, I know that, that like, the listeners, these aren't their characters. Um, and if I were them, I'd say, where are you going, you wuss? Filthy animal. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly, a filthy animal. Yeah, and I, I feel like we would have been braver fighting it if we were convinced that we needed to and that's what we were supposed to be doing that day but we weren't even sure we were supposed to be there so it's like eh, let's come back in the morning when maybe it's locked up and so then after that really scary fight we went and talked to the barrister <laughs> um gave him the evidence that we have so far he made us feel stupid for going into the courtyard at night <laughs> yeah like we were supposed to know but uh well everybody here has guard dogs at night that's not a dog gary it was a Monster. I guess Roderick could have told you that, but Richard didn't know, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we gave him what evidence we have, but we're still feeling a bit under-evidenced. Um, can we actually take a moment and talk about what evidence we do have so far? Mm-hmm. Sure. I'd love to do that. The scalpel. Yeah, so the barrister insisted on the importance of physical evidence. Yes. The physical evidence, we found some grave robbing, some body parts, and tools evidently designed to cut into body parts. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was stuck on grave robbing being an, an item. An item. <laughs> I was like, "What's a grave robin?" We found. We found. <laughs> we found the plus one grave robin. It lives in that nest. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I thought that was a manacore. It was. <laughs> yeah, but you call it like the titsy. The titmouse. Yeah, titmouse. Which is a bird. Also known as a grave robin. Full circle. That's where I was going with the joke. Sorry, it took a while to set that down. But also, I don't want to mislead you guys at all when I say, when the barrister mentioned the physical evidence, that physical evidence is something that's good to have. It's mostly stuff that's like undisputable evidence. Things like it can still be stories, or um, he needs the hard facts. Things like the like the scar was a physical evidence thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know. yeah. And so, so I was thinking about it, and the other the other piece of evidence we have is the the alchemist vial that we found on the, that island that had the potion of night vision. Mm-hmm. The dark vision. The vial. dark vision vial. Yeah, you were Elixir. talking about this. You were talking about this because golems have dark vision. Yeah, so that's another one that's like, why would a golem need this? Your Honor, I rest my case. Well, I think we already settled that one, though, when we talked about a golem also couldn't drink a potion, so... But this is another... 
another it's more piece evidence of it. that he didn't do it. Yeah. Right. So it also wasn't an orc or a dwarf. Why not? Correct. Because, because they also have dark vision. They have dark vision. Uh, Asimars right. don't have. I mean, Asimars have dark vision. Yeah, Ooh. but despite there being two of them on in this party, they're pretty rare. Which is another reason that that dwarf corpse we found probably wasn't the grave robber because there was a potion of dark vision there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't s- even think about that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that until this very moment. <laughs> yeah, I said that as an aside, and then, oh, no, wait, that actually might be important. <laughs> we think he was just a random victim, yeah? That's what I think. Yeah, I think we walked away concluding that he probably was just picked up by the manticore and placed in the nest after he was already mm-hmm. dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was just random. So what happened to the real grave robber? The real grave robber was bitten by the... Gator. Gator and killed. Well, we don't Getting know. By the he, got, he got bloody. He bled. Or well, might appara- been- apparently he didn't take his boat or any of his stuff or his tools. Yeah, that is odd that all that stuff was still there, but it what, it, what, what is described as some sort of an alchemical ghoulish creation, though. No, no, because it bled. Yeah, it bled. No, but it talked about it being composed of a bunch of other body parts. Right, it did. So it was a bleeding thing like that, and it has a scar on its shoulders, because that's the whole scar evidence, is the shoulder bite. Um, well, it, we don't know if it has a scar, but presumably we would see a chunk of its shoulder looking gator bite-ish. Yeah, so we have no idea what this is or what else might have been there with it. It's really hard to piece together some big monstrous thing composed of a bunch of different body parts, but also alchemical elixirs, a boat, surgical tools, and a campsite all left there. Mm-hmm. Did, didn't take him with him when he left, if he yeah. left. Uh, if I got bit by a gator, I would just leave. I'm not picking up my shit. I'm just out. Bye. So what if this was a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing? Oh, you mean, okay. So but maybe what, this monstrous creature described was the alchemist and he had like transformed himself or something. But wouldn't there be another vial? I mean, he was careless oh. with one, but one. Well, one, I mean, two. I don't think that we no, would necessarily no. find every vial he used that Mm-mm. day. No. Oh, so you're saying that that's part of the, your bigger plot wise that, because we know an alchemist is involved and that the alchemist was disguising itself to look like a golem or a, a horse flesh golem type creature mm, you see i hadn't put the intent behind it but you might be right that that's a good idea i like but you that. were thinking i was doing it but this is why i think it was so it's to to to, to why w- why would you go around dressed like a flesh golem if you weren't trying to set somebody very, else set somebody else up you could have just looked like bob down the street like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's to set somebody else to set up the this it's part of a bigger plot yeah. oh yeah she's right yeah. what if it was just yeah i'm gonna use the rumors and legends of this mm, beast of leprechaun mm, to do whatever i mm. want while disguised as this thing but someone exactly. still had to create the beast of leprechaun in the first place i think right. i'm do you thinking think it's that- the same person no. Okay. I feel like, so this is what I'm going with after, and this is all coming to me yeah, yeah, during yeah, this yeah. conversation. Maybe this alchemist wanted to do some dirty deeds. Uh-huh. The Done beast of- <laughs> Dunder Dunder cheeks. cheeks. Oh, damn. Dunder cheeks. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> that was um, the way Richard always heard it. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not talking about it later. Richard, it's <laughs> one of the funniest things for me. If you, if you just Everybody me to knows laugh. a song uh, yes. that they heard, and they yes. heard the lyrics wrong every yes. single time they heard it. Yes, For me, true. it was Dirty Deeds, Dunder Cheeks. <laughs> what are Dunder Cheeks? <laughs> I don't know. It's dirty butt. <laughs> That's what I always think. <laughs> I was yeah. going to place it with The Office, but that it predates The Office. I yeah. I was just thinking it was Thunder like Mifflin. Thunder Cheeks, uh-huh. like just really big butt. <laughs> Oh, like you. thunder cheeks. Yeah, like, like thunder oh. thighs. Thunder cheeks. Thunder cheeks. Okay. So from my from my high school, it was a, it wasn't me. It was another girl who, and the song was "Long Green." The real lyric was "Long Green, the root of evil," and she was singing away, "Long green shoot a beaver." <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> like, 
shoot a beaver. <laughs> shoot a beaver. It's like, please don't do that. Don't that do that's that. not appropriate in school. <laughs> we all went to Catholic high school. Mm-hmm. We, we were crying. For me, it was it was like 80s day at school, and they were playing 80s music when the be- between classes mm-hmm. after the bell would ring, and they were playing Rock Me Amadeus, but it was over the school speakers, and I never heard the song before. And so I couldn't understand the lyrics. And, you know, that guy's voice is a little, like, specific anyway. But so when it came to the chorus, my friend and I were both like, I don't know what they're saying. And it's like, it sounds like they're saying mashed potatoes. <laughs> so it's like, mashed potato, mashed potato, mashed potato. <laughs> they're just previewing what's going to be at lunch today. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes. In the mood. So sometimes I fondly sing that because I do love potatoes. Mm-hmm. You are always in the mood for potatoes. Exactly. So. Yeah. But anyway. I don't know if I really had any that... I'm sure I did have some that got confused. But maybe not as hilarious. Not as hilarious. (laughs) Although, one of my favorites isn't my own to tell. Nan had one where instead of A1A Beachfront Avenue, she thought it was A1A Detroit Avenue. (laughs) And so she spent years looking for Detroit Avenue. A1A Detroit Avenue. Oh, no. And so when we were in Florida and actually on A1A Beachfront Avenue, it all clicked for her that that's what the... That's funny. She wasn't Uh looking for... She wasn't looking for Electric Avenue? No. <laughs> I was just wondering. <laughs> my confusion, the, the Rock Me Amadeus is the one, the big one, song one for me, but my bigger confusion's always been, uh, <laughs> I have a running confusion of, Tom Jones is in there, but it's, it's, uh, <laughs> but it's, it's, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember what it happened. It's, it's, uh, Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond and Lou, Lou Diamond, Diamond Phillips. Phillips. This is mixing people up, though. Yeah. Well, so, but so, <laughs> Yes, but but I would say Neil Diamond Phillips. Oh. <laughs> and and in my head, I don't know what Lou Diamond Phillips looks like. In my head, he looks like Tom Jones, which adds to the confusion. <laughs> like, I thought Tom Jones was Lou Diamond Phillips, but it was actually Who Neil Diamond Phillips. Neil Diamond Phillips. <laughs> yes. It was actually Neil Diamond. Just, <laughs> and she'd start this conversation with me, and I'd be like, I'm so confused. What? And, then, and then I was like, and, then I, and we were talking about it, and we were getting clear. She's like, do you mean Neil Diamond? And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, yeah, who's Lou Diamond Phillips then? <laughs> I think that's, that's like... Um, uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s wife. I, I want to call her Susan Downey Jr. <laughs> her name's Susan Downey, but I want to call her Susan Downey Jr. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. I got it. it. Yeah. Yeah, she no. should be a junior because she married a junior. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. This is a little bit far afield, but one that it still gets me to this day. Every single time I have to say astronomy, I have to pause. Is it astrology or astronomy? Yep. Which one is it? Every mm-hmm. time. Which one's going to make me sound smart and which one's <laughs> going to make me sound stupid? <laughs> which one? Which one's going to have the crystals in it? Uh, the uh, my head went to a Columbo episode. I I think I think <laughs> th- uh, this is great, but I think we just went off on one of those tangents people talk about. I mean, it's what we do. <laughs> yeah, but that's I mean, why people listen. People have said they love our banter. Mm-hmm. Who said that? Like two people. I want names. <laughs> Several people have said that. <laughs> They're all our friends. <laughs> that's not what my friends. So said. I say <laughs> mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes. Let's get going. So where did we get off track? <laughs> we were talking about my my theory about the dirty deeds done. Yes, dirty said, deeds. That's what. Uh, yeah, it was. I was saying. I was okay, saying if so, the alchemist dun- wanted to do some cheeks. dirty deeds, <laughs> dunder cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> he would. He could potentially disguise himself as the beast of Lepestad. Yes, and do what he wanted to do under the guise of it being the beast. Yeah, because no one was even sure if he really even existed right. until he yeah, got a- caught. Okay, so going off of that, here's my my next leap as far as broad theory. The beast, the original beast, was created Edward Scissorhands style. Like, just an old man, nice old man in a castle, needed a friend, 
And so he made a flesh golem. And then now that flesh golem is being manipulated by a different group of people. So maybe the alch- the bad alchemist that we're trying to find didn't create him, but is just using that system. I think that's probably largely correct. The only suspicion I have is to give a golem sentience, I would imagine you would have to do some really untoward Dark things. magic. Yeah. Mm, very valid point. To make that happen. But I don't know. I just really like that guy in Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> we're going to make it Scissorhands? No, no, his maker. Oh, Vincent Price? Yeah. Who doesn't like Vincent Price? Yeah, because going back to the description from Lasney, all the curse words that were screamed by the creature as it got bit isn't doesn't sound like something a golem would do. At least not Horace. He can barely he put talk. sentences yeah. together. Yeah. He just can, the word can he feel pain? I Let's find know. out. <laughs> Punch him in the face. <laughs> In any case, we need to inspect the shoulders of every single person we come across now. <laughs> Do you mean like, hi, buddy? No, I mean like, rip his shirt shot. off. Let me see your shoulder. Or just, you know, institute a full, like, flash dance day where everyone has the, <laughs> the shirt hanging off the shoulder. And then they'll play Rock Me Amadeus over the speakers. Ooh, mm. it could just be Fat Tuesday. <laughs> Let's think about mashed potatoes. Mm. Mardi Gras. Mm. Is that what you're giving up for Lent, mashed potatoes? I, I would never I give that up. <laughs> There's a lot of things Noel could survive giving up. Potatoes is not one of them. I don't think that's possible. I'm Irish. I can't go without yeah. potatoes. <laughs> yeah. It's I would one of die. The food, it's one of the food groups, necessary yeah. food groups. It is the whole food pyramid. It's just made out of potatoes. potatoes it's yeah. just potatoes with other things on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see, your potatoes th- with meat on would, it. This would make a lot more sense to make like fake meat out of potatoes. <laughs> back or meat. back to the meat. Oh man. Okay. Well, obviously, oh, meat. I'm talking about. Oh meat. Yeah. I, I went back to but the meat. But it was back to four vegans. Because, because yes. meat out of potatoes would just be vodka. <laughs> That's yes, true. That's true. Oh no, we're going down a tangent again. Bring it back. Bring it back. I'm turning so, the car. Turn so the car, any, Gary. Anyway, did y'all discuss all of the uh, evidence you have found so far. I think yes. that's as far at as we can ish. go. Yeah, we still we still have a lot of huge holes, but I think we're starting to piece something together. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need like a crime board. With, oh like, yeah, the red strings. I've got that, yarn. Things. I've got a whole ottoman <laughs> full of yarn over here. That'll be good for a radio show, mm-hmm. <laughs> podcast. Yeah, they'll hear it. We'll ruff, we'll rustle it on the uh, microphones. That won't be annoying. We have Instagram. We can, mm-hmm. I can take pictures as the you know, progression happens. And you won't even have to do it. You could pull up that scene from Sherlock. You know, that's true. I would have went with Always Sunny and. Philadelphia, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Is always sunny. I was thinking Fargo. So (laughs) Charlie Day. Um. So yes. So after. So evidence discussed. Still a lot we don't know. Um. The other thing, barrister told us Gustav. Gustav. Gustav Koppel told us was we should probably go check out that alchemist for some more evidence in the morning. Um. They're not great dudes. Which is why they have this creepy animal that they like that they like having kill people in the middle of the night for whatever reasons, mm-hmm. probably to create more of those creepy animals. Maybe. Um, and then we got rooms in a hotel mm-hmm. and we're sleeping. And Vivian was nursing Roderick's wounds. Yes, I'm glad you put wounds on the end of that. She's just nursing. <laughs> <laughs> nursing your, something. Your mind goes to odd places, Philip. It does. Yes. So anyway, uh, so you do make it through the night uh, uneventful, get a decent night's sleep for the little time that you have left to sleep, uh, and you get up, I'm assuming since you want to go back to the, the chemic works, you'll get up a little bit before the trial would start. We'll get up as early as we can while still getting eight hours so I can prepare my spells. Precisely. So it's probably like the 6 or 7 a.m. Yeah, or probably. So. Mm-hmm. We, we get a quick breakfast. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you do? Grab a croissant at the buffet. Grab a croissant <laughs> at the continental breakfast. Put some Nutella on it. And as uh, 
Roderick sees her and he says, Good call with the Vanish. It was an excellent tactical move. I just couldn't bear to see you die. Oh, you I just d- wanted you to be invisible when you did it. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I didn't get it. That now is I so funny. funny. Oh, don't worry, Renly. You get used to it. <laughs> Zenobia just laughs. Don't worry, you'll enjoy it when Renly... <laughs> yes, uh, th- thank you. Uh, so do we march over to the... Uh, chemical works again uh, yeah. yes but i'm not singing this time we have to go a regular pace yeah. right well it's in well, town we don't town. have to go two hours away <laughs> don't have to go nearly as far all right so what time do we think it is like eight don't, o'clock don't mention the dog <laughs> yeah so seven in the morning we walk back into the courtyard <laughs> no we look around the corner of the court hard ver- courtyard te- trepidatiously like, slowly throw out, throw out some, yeah. some kibble some raw meat one of those sausage you know the wieners like yeah with the on the on the string uh-huh. yeah all right uh so you're you peek around and uh this time when you peek around you see that kind of back in the corner where the kennel area kind of is you see the dog lying there but uh this time when you see him he looks chained up and he's got a muzzle on mm. just play it cool play it cool <laughs> Do we see drool coming out of the muzzle? He sees Roderick? Roderick's yeah. armor in his mouth. <laughs> you do see some of the blood on the ground from where Roderick got bit. <laughs> so we cautiously walk up to the door and ring the doorbell. Okay. Um, so as you're looking here in the courtyard, uh, you can kind of see that there's a door beside you, which is where you went to, to pull the, the chain. And then in the back, there's a set of double doors that you can tell is like a loading dock. So deliveries and stuff would be there's a cart that's there that it was there last night but it hasn't really been moved Mm -hmm. um above the loading doors there's a little like panel that opens up Mm kind of like wizard of oz when they open the little panel in the door and you see this gnome peek his head out hello hello am i speaking to either mr grimes or or work workstag that would be grine grine in i'm sorry i I still can't spell correctly Mm mm-hmm you can't add either. I can sing really well, though. Mm-hmm. What do you want? Uh, are you Grine? Is it, am I? Which, yes. Am I am speaking to Mr. Grine? Grine. Um, we are... We were wondering if we could ask you a couple of questions. My name is Vivian Heatherton. No. No? Please? Diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> Zenobia is playing with a platinum piece. And Radek is rolling sense motive. Just like running it across her fingers. Ten. Uh, natural 19 again, so 27. Okay. 29 uh, if you think I'm attractive. Look, um, we have a lot of clients and uh, things that we need to do. Um, I don't know who you are, um, so uh, we don't like to discuss business when we're busy. During business hours, you don't like to discuss business? We're open 24-7. So... That's not true. <laughs> I know for a fact that's not true. <laughs> um, well, w- what kind of business do you do? We might be interested in... Chemicals. In buying we, some chemicals. We make chemicals. Yes, we would be... We could be... Uh, I use alchemical components and, you know... Do you have oil of... Uh, 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 ole? No. 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 Is Mr. Vorstag no. here? No. So you, I mean, yes, but you're, no. <laughs> you're a chemical plant that doesn't sell chemicals. We sell chemicals. Well, then, do you have a... No. Yes, exactly. No. So, <laughs> Look, uh, um, I don't have time for this. Um, good, goodbye. Roderick pulls the out the... Before he, cl- <laughs> before he closes it, Roderick pulls out the uh, 
the surgical tool. Do you recognize this? No. <laughs> oh, dear. Zenobia holds up a platinum and says, do you recognize this? Does this loosen any information? No. He shuts the door. Yeah. All right, well, this was a big waste of time. Back to the courthouse. Oh, dear. And as they're and walking... we just stomp, like, like we're making noise, like we're walking off, and then we sneak in. <laughs> as we're... <laughs> as we're walking away, Vivian kind of pauses, and she s- says... Well, that behavior seems slightly suspicious. Slightly, she says. Yes. Why wouldn't he want to talk to us? Something to hide, I'd say. Yes, but it's not enough to go on, and I don't know any other ways we could get anything out of him. If this was law and order, I would get a search warrant at this point. In the two and a half hours we have remaining. Yeah. Get a, get a, get a thing where they have to delay the trial for new evidence. So can I, can I roll a... I want to roll a perception check around the building. How, how would I do that? Looking for an unguarded door. You want to sneak in? Just like peek my head. You can roll a perception here and see what you can find in the courtyard. Let's do that. By the way, uh, the Rad. Rad mentioned seeing gnomes in his shop. And that guy was a gnome. Right. He also told us that they bought the tools. So that's not a revelation. That's an 18 perception. 18 perception. I got an 8 perception. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Natural. 20. Ooh. So that's a 28 perception. Wow. All right. Uh, Zenobia definitely notices that the door into, like, the delivery area is open. Roddy, Renly, look, the loading dock door is open. Could you make him vanish like you did last night and sneak in there? I'm sure that I could. But it doesn't last very long. Oh, nuts. Roderick pulls out his spell book and he says, But you know, I have the second level spell invisibility prepared. Excellent. Yeah, that, la- that will last for four minutes. I didn't know you had that spell. Yeah. It's one of the second level spells I took. It's so meta to say I have the second level spell I prepared. know, I was thinking that. <laughs> Dweeb. Roderick would say it that I could, way. I could say it he in would. a different way. No, Roderick no, would, Roderick say, would it say it that so, way. So, Vivian, do you think we should go try and distract that gnome at the front door? I don't think it would be necessary, but... I, Noelle, the player, is is uh, it's having one of those struggles again. It's like, okay, yeah, there's a way to sneak in and do it. But it's like, I don't know what we're looking for. That's why we have to get in and see what they're doing. Vivian, she's like, oh, okay. And Vivian's like totally out of her element here. She has nothing to help uh, with this situation. I just want to distract... If they're as busy as they say they are, then, you know, it's again, splitting the party. Yeah. Always dangerous. Yeah. It's, are we going to get in trouble for going through the store? Perhaps. So. Will that hurt Horace's chances? Perhaps. So, what if we did this? You cast invisibility on me. I can walk in and maybe see a worker that would give us a little bit more time if I could transform into them. Um, I can't do a voice, but I can do what they look like so that they're not out of place. Um, I can also cast message if I get into trouble. Yeah, I'm still kind of lost as to exactly how we proceed. So well, maybe- what do we want to do once we're in there? So do we do like a, a lone scout, invisible, see what you can see, then come back? I think that's the safest. I yeah. think that's yeah. it. And look to see if they're constructing people. See if they've got an assembly flesh, line. Flesh gums? Yes. Yes, Renly, I think your idea is the best. I will, when you're ready... I will make you invisible, and we will be listening for your um, message. Call for help. Yes. And I have four minutes? Four minutes. 
So do we start like a frisbee game with his uh, chakra? No, I need that. <laughs> okay. So. No, I'd say we go outside the courtyard. <laughs> Don't turn him invisible in the middle of the courtyard. Yeah. So. <laughs> we have to be hey. by the door. <laughs> no, yeah. you could be invisible the whole way across. I think. We should do by the door so I have A, more time, and B, yeah, you're not that far from me. I was thinking. Me. We kind of inconspicuously move over by the loading doors, wait for a clearing in the crowd. Roderick surreptitiously touches Renly, turns him invisible, and go. Alrighty. So, do I need to make any checks? I'm sure there's perception. Uh, Besides perce- well, I, I perception. Perception, I mean, and you're trying to be stealthy as so you go through as well, I'm assuming. Yeah, you do get a hefty bonus being are you, invisible. Are, are you letting him? In, are you letting him go in alone? Or are you also going to be invisible? He can't. Run? No, no. Can only this is a one person. Can only cast it once. Okay. I didn't prepare it twice. <sighs> so what is this check? This is perception. Okay. It is bad. You uh, roll stealth first. Oh, okay. I also st- bad stealth. <laughs> I rolled a bad stealth. So it's six plus three is nine plus what's my bonus? Twenty. Twenty. Okay. 29. <laughs> Be- being invisible gives you a nice bonus. Maybe not so bad. So I creep into the building. Do the creep. And I look around. You creep in. The uh, The door creaks a little as you go past it. Um, but it was cracked open already. Um, so you make your way inside this first room where you go in here. You can tell this was definitely a lo- loading dock because this is a storage room. Here you see numerous boxes, crates, uh, there's bells of straw that they use to pack the crates. Things like that. Give me another perception check. Or give me a perception check. Natural 20. Natural 20. Ooh, um, nice. So back behind some of the crates and the boxes, you notice that you are not alone in this room. There are three workers in here, but you do notice that they don't look normal. Like, they're humanoid, but they have, like, this patches of fur and, like, really scaly skin and, like, iron tusks coming from their jaws. And hmm. So they may have, like, orcs and creatures and just all sorts of things patched together is what it looks like? They're not exa- They're not patched together. They don't look like Horus where they have the patches of you know, like things sewn together. They look like they were born with these defects. All, all of them look very similar. Mm. Are they big? They're human-sized. What are they doing? Uh, they're like packing things into boxes and crates and, and things like that. It reminds me of the the monsters in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Toka and Razor? Yeah. Mm. Maybe. Um, mm. Do I see what they're packing? Uh, you you just see these vials going into boxes, and then they put hay, and they're to stuff more, and then a little bit more of the hay. Can I take one? Uh, that would be another stealth check. Stealth? Like from the box that they're working in? No, no. One of the bo- boxes is already packed. You'd have, to, you'd have to open it, though. Uh, this is just reconnaissance. Okay. I won't take anything, but I want to <laughs> take it. <laughs> Can you read it? Is there anything written on any any of them? Uh, uh, they just say that, that you know the forks, dog, and grinds, chemic works. But you can't read what's on a vial. Not the ones that are closed, and the ones that are they're packing are too far away from them to really see. Is there any knowledge that I can check, like on the vials, or knowledge arcana? Is there? 
knowledge local or like creatures knowledge nobility are they princes it would be knowledge <laughs> knowledge local knowledge local let's see what i can do are they nigerian Ooh, that's a good one uh local you said mm-hmm. 20 20 natural uh these are known as mongrel men hmm. uh they are like monstrous humanoids uh they're generally hardworking and peaceful creatures. Uh, they can produce offspring with any type of humanoid. It allows their the uh, bloodlines to mix. So some may be part orc, some may be hobgoblin, some lizard folk. Uh, huh. Like some of them may have like one human foot and a cloven hoof on the other leg. Crazy. How far just away mixes from me are they? Um, the room itself isn't very large that you're in compared to the rest of the factory, so they're maybe like 20 feet away from you. So can... I'm still trying to steal. Can I use Mage Hand to grab one? They would see the maid, They would see the hand. Oh, I thought Mage Hand was invisible. No. no. They'd see the thing start floating. Yeah. No, no, I would take it, and I'd just roll it across like it fell, and then run. That'd be a sleight of hand check, which I don't think you have points in. Oh, I do. I have plus three in sleight of hand. Sir? I think you want to see what else is in I do. I do. <laughs> right. Absolutely right. Stay on, stay on topic. Stay on point. I want that vial. Take it on the way out. Get to work. All right. So I see the mongrel men. I'm going into the next room. All right. So you go past the mongrel men into the next room. And here you find a stable, uh, which is kind of just the end of the road. Uh, as far as this goes, it doesn't connect to the rest of the factory. Um, it's definitely stable. Lots of hay in here. You can, you can kind of make out... Well, give me a perception check while you're in here. No, no, Gary, just say what you were going to say. Nine. Nine? Oh, jeez. Philip? Yeah, it's a stable. (laughs) Oh, Philip. Look, I got a natural 20. It's got to balance itself out. (laughs) Um, So so, uh, there's nothing of note in here because of my bad roll. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's, you said it's the end of the line, so there's no other rooms? No other room from here. So it was just the packing room and this room? Yes. That's all that was in the factory? No. Well, then how do we get into the rest of the factory? You have to go through the other door. Okay, then I'll go through the other door. No. You have it's to go on, back out the, the courtyard side. and through the front door. And we don't know if that door's unlocked. So I go out that door, past you guys, you don't even see me, but I hear you talking about me. <laughs> and I just now would be the time to come back out, steal the vial, and come back and tell us what you saw, and we check out the vial. Hey, man, we gotta let Can, let him do what he's gonna do. Ooh, yeah. that, no, that's a great idea, because um, I want that vial. I don't know what it is, but I want it. Um, and if you can't get into the rest of the place through this, then it's a it's a bust anyway, as far as Zenobi is concerned. Are there any horses I'm just in afraid stable? that if I... S- grab it and run that he's going to make me roll for initiative <laughs> were there any horses in the stable nope if they were horses they'd be like horses with six legs i was just like you know are they all out doing deliveries why do they need a stable for deliveries well he might be able to tell you if he rolled higher than a nine uh, i know well here's my prediction that this is where the mongrel men sleep oh <sighs> so what are you doing Time's a ticking on your invisibility. Yeah, 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 I know. Um, I couldn't find anything in the stable. I'm going to s- go silently past the mongrel men. Who don't smell you or anything, huh? <laughs> I wouldn't want to get too close to them. <sighs> How far is the the door? 
Let's see if my mage hand reaches. It's pro- you said it was a small room. Yeah, it's probably about 20 feet across for oh, the room. But remember, mage hand creates a spectral hand. No, that's the spell spectral hand. Mage hand is not that. It's just telekinesis. No, it makes a hand, though. Mm-mm. No, that's spectral hand. I would think that if he touched it, it would also become invisible. It's a debated point on the spell. You point your finger at an object and can lift it and move it f- at will from a distance as a move action. You can propel the object as far as 15 feet in any direction, though the spell ends if the distance between you and the object ever exceeds the spell's range. It does not say that it's a construct. What? Hmm. In other versions, it's it's a um, hand. been an actual, like, hand that goes out and grabs whatever but it is not, and moves but it. But not in this one, huh? Because <laughs> we used that rule during um, uh, Rune Lords. Because the little creature mm. that was the closet because you were the... strangling her with Mage Hand and no, dumping I just... her in the water. Yeah, no. Huh? Because you are using it like a spectral hand at that point. I was just using it to drown her. I wasn't using it to s- for her to see me drowning her. Mm. <laughs> yes, you were. Uh, but anyway, I remember that differently than you do. Um, the drowning of the closet. <laughs> no, that's fine. If you say you can't do it, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's your your it, call. It's your game. Well, it. I mean, if you want to use it to move this, it's it's less than the weight that. And it's not magical. Yeah, it's not magical. It's five pounds. So you would move it. You could, but per the spell, you can only move it fifteen feet. So. Why can't I get one of the ones that are in the? Because um, the boxes are sealed. That are no, 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 to no, you. no, no. That they're packing in. I mean, I'm sure that they have a pile that they're putting in there. Yeah, but those are by them, so you can grab one of those. But I'm just saying, it's it would take like two rounds to get to you because it says you can only move it 15 feet. Right, right. And you're 20 feet away. Guys, should I do it? I don't think so. I don't I think. think I'd like to know what was in there, but you could do. Is there or, anything written on it? Or just go by and. Pick one up. Yeah. I also don't think that the chemicals that they're packing in boxes are pertinent to the case. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a chemical factory. They yeah. sell chemicals. This yeah. is probably their above board business. It's Lyso. Yeah. Okay. So it's two no's and a yes, so it's a no. I leave the factory. He can hear the, vo- the vote in his head. Yeah. <laughs> a cast message. So you don't grab anything on your way out? No, I don't grab anything on my way out. Okay. So where do you go? Um... There's, is there another door I can go into, or is it just those two rooms and I'm out? On the other side of the... You have to go back out into the courtyard, and the next right, door right. is outside the yeah, courtyard. Yeah, that's what I was going to do. Was so you probably don't have any time left on jiggle, the spell, so... Jiggle the handle. But you said I don't have any time left? He might not. No, you 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 spent a couple minutes inside mm-hmm. looking mm-hmm. around, so by the time True. you got back yeah. out and got to the courtyard, the spell would be over. There you go. Not going to go into the other door. Okay. So you've kind of investigated the storage room and the stable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mongrel men, horses that are not there. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, Renly... You come back to us? Reports yeah, would come. Yeah. yeah, so we're all kind of standing around there scratching our heads with nothing going on. And Roderick's just standing there. He puts a hand on his hip and he's like, Vivian, do you think we should go and interview the, the mongrel men? I don't see how it could hurt. Yeah, I mean, the door's open. There's no reason we can't go in there. Um, they may know something. And Vivian, you keep them distracted, and I'll get one of those vials. All right. And I'll check out the back room to see if there's anything else in there. Yes. And I mean, 
I we don't have anything else. I, I, I still don't feel like we have a case here, but we mm. have nothing else to do. We have no other leads, and we have, like, two hours to kill, so... Also, when you said Roderick put his hand on his hip, I'm imagining, like, sassy girl. Yeah, I, that yeah. was a bad image. Yeah, I, yeah. Meant, I meant more contemplative. Like, he puts his head down and he puts his hand on his like hip. Like, hand in thinking. his pocket kind of way? Kind of. I'm I'm still imagining put it. Let him, it. Put, let him put his hand on his chin, stroke his little beard or whatever. <laughs> you know. Yeah, because I'm definitely imagining a... A pr- sort of... Uh, Vivian, like half of a, or half of a, I'm a little teapot, like mm-hmm. yes, yes, hand on hip. Are you really I'm, having a hard time visualizing this? I do this all the time in real life. Yes, yes. <laughs> you don't look like a, a little teapot at all. <laughs> you are tall and stout. Whatever. <laughs> what I said stands. <laughs> okay. So he's a little teapot, and he's got a pink skirt on. Mm-hmm. A little apron. <laughs> you know. I really don't appreciate you stealing my bit. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. it. It's a very Carrie move. Next time Carrie comes out, she's going to have her hand on her hip like, excuse me. You act like you've never seen a man with a hand on his hip and his head down in a contemplative pose. I may see them, but I would never describe them like that. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Audience, you know what I'm talking about. I'm judging about. you. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I have, <laughs> other than a gay man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I just overlook it. I'm thinking, uh-huh. well, I'm thinking the man with his hand in a pocket. Like, Yeah, I, I do that. Yeah. Well, think like a cowboy, like when he puts his thumb through his belt. All right, Richard, stand up and show us what you're talking about. This is happening. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to put a picture on so, Instagram. <laughs> so how is that again? <laughs> For those of us who couldn't see. That makes sense, but the way you... Okay, so when you say put your hand on hip... Um, I'm thinking a, swing a woman, your hip. A woman's waist is higher, so yeah. I think it's higher. Yeah. Yeah. You meant your belt line. Yeah, belt line. Fine. <laughs> glad we, I'm glad we spent some time just so, dissecting this. This is important. I demonstrated it. Everybody agrees. Visually, it makes perfect sense. Yes. Yes. Your description didn't, though. <laughs> Check Instagram later for examples. Your words, your words were lousy. We're gonna go find all the like stock footage. Yeah. <laughs> See how many stock photos we can find of this. That'll men with it men fits. with their hands on hips. <laughs> men with good luck with that one. I have a feeling I'm gonna get the meme of SpongeBob That's with both hands I on saw, the hip. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Is that no, your? Although now I can't help but sing the. Put your hand on your hip when I dip, we dip, we dip. Oh man, it's been a while. <laughs> okay, well the stock photos of man on hip brings up both hands on hip like superman pose oh yeah it was definitely not a superman pose imagine superman or peter pan (laughs) or peter pan it's played by a woman Mm -hmm. it's all very confusing anyway let's go through this damn door yes let's (laughs) okay roderick get your hand off your hip it's distracting (laughs) everybody (laughs) it's so sassy i found you (laughs) there you go is that john cena no it's just some dude Oh, it's an underwear model. It looks like John Cena from here. I was going to say Christian Ronaldo. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. There we go. <laughs> My back hurts. Yeah, My here's back a, hurts. Yeah, here's an old man <laughs> with his hand on his hip. <laughs> Who needs a hip replacement. I'm glad I could entertain all of you. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we found Richard's stock photo. <laughs> oh, look, it's okay. So, so the look is 
thoughtful middle-aged man. <laughs> there it is. That's him. But the key, the key is the hand on his chin, not yes. the hand on the hip. Yes. Yes. That's what makes him thoughtful. Oh, here's here's here it is. Stock photo. Thoughtful middle-aged man considering something. Hand on hip. Black background. There you go. <laughs> Richard was not wrong in his description. Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> Thank you, Google. See, that one looks okay, but a lot of these still look sassy. When I type in thoughtful middle-aged man photo with hand on hip. <laughs> Good God. What is wrong with us? We've wasted enough time. Let's get in this barn. So, does Vivian poke her head in and slowly like push the door open and walk in? I think the first thing Vivian needs to do is adjust her neckline. I think the second thing Vivian needs to do is pay attention. I'm looking at men's hands on hips. <laughs> I'm looking no. at men's. All right. Sounds like a good plan. So, Vivian, Renly, would you like to interview these gentlemen with me? Oh, absolutely. I love asking questions. All right. Let's go in. And Vivian and Renly lead the party into the barn. She does a, she does a dainty knock on the door. Hello. But it's like a courtesy knock because we're walking in as we're knocking. Well, you guys probably walk past her then because she's not going to walk in right away. She's going to knock first. No, we were not going to give them the chance to shut the door on us. This is part of the plan. Yes, well, I'm just letting you know what Vivian's doing. So Vivian's knocking on the door. Uh, hello. And Brindley walks past. <laughs> Zenobia and Roderick in tow. And at that, the three mongrel men that are inside this storage room stop what they're doing, kind of drop the boxes in their hands and just go Ugh. oh be oh. careful with those oh hello i'm sorry i didn't mean to startle you um we i was wondering if i could ask you a couple of questions who are you my name is vivian what's your name vivian vivian that's okay. such a coincidence <laughs> you're both named vivian <laughs> vivian Yes, you're well, saying it correctly. Well, Vivian, may I ask, what are you guys doing? Vivian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Vivian, kind of looking at uh, this gentleman, she kind of tilts her head. Uh, I, I don't mean this in a rude way. Can you speak? Uh, do, you, do you talk to a lot of people? I speak only when spoken. Well, we're talking to you right now, so we're speaking at you. Um... So what, you. Yes. So what are you... What <laughs> What exactly are you guys doing? Work. Oh, who do you work for? Boss. Oh, what's your boss's name? Master. His name is Master? Is it like a family name? Mm, Vivian. Oh, yes? That's a very popular name here. No, were you asking me something? Who... Are you Master Send you? Yes, he wanted to make sure that you were, you um, knew what this was, and he pulls out the the, the tools. The tools. That's pretty slick. Can you recognize? Do you recognize these tools? No. Oh, but it's got that bird on there. No. You don't. No. Oh, what's in the boxes? Work. Work is in the boxes? So while this I'm going to reach into a box and pull uh, a vial. This is work? Work. Do you know what's in the bottle? Work. Do you want to drink it? <laughs> no. Can I have it? No. Okay, oh. I'll put it oh. back. 
So meanwhile, yeah. <laughs> so are the other two mongrel men fully distracted? Are they watching what's going on? Yeah, they're they've stopped and they're watching what's going on. So Zenobia and Roderick are sliding towards the back of the room behind this little scenario, and Vivian, you're positioning yourself so that they're facing you and that their backs are yes to us. I, I slip into the stable and I want to look around. Okay. Roll your perception in here. That is an 18 plus. Oh, she's back. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. 18 plus. Uh, 26. 18 plus 8. 26. You see nothing but hay and it, it basically looks like. A stable. It looks like a stable, but instead of horses being in here, this kind of looks more like where the mongrel men I might sleep. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's so sad. So I don't take anything from here, but I do slip back in and I make a signal to Rodney. Uh, Rodney, <laughs> you keep calling me that. Rowdy Rodney Piper. <laughs> Ro- Rowdy Roderick. Uh, <laughs> I signal to, to Roderick that there's nothing in there. And slip me to wherever the nearest box is where I can... Uh, there you go. Is there is there an open one where you that can I can... What? Where, where I can go and grab a vial and slip it into my... Pocket. The, the only real open ones are like right over there beside them because they're the ones they're working on. You could try to open one, but you'd have to kind of stealthily try to do it because it might creak. Mm. Well, then I think what I need to do is actually signal with my eyes to Vivian to, to move everybody over and move them away from the open boxes. Or, oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to shove a box off of the, the shelf. I'm going to make something fall. Okay. Ooh, that's really that's really good. I like it. So it's like, <laughs> Zappo. I stumble into something and a box falls from the top. Oops. And crashes. And crashes, yes. All right. So Oops. as you do that, the the box falls. I was just thinking this is really dangerous. This is an alchemical plant. <laughs> the box falls, smashes onto the ground... And, and Gary rolls something. Oh, God. Mom just blew us up. <laughs> hey, got yelled at for not fighting the dog. I'm not going to get yelled at for not taking some action. <laughs> He's still rolling. Oh, no. Do we get reflex save, please? <laughs> Give me a second. I'll look it up. That <laughs> <laughs> took a turn. <laughs> You're lucky I have another character roll already. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny if this was the TPK. You blew up the entire building. Started a chain reaction. Okay. I am so nervous. Okay. So those of you that are within a 10-foot radius of the box that fell... I'd say that's just me. It's her and two of the mongrel men. Okay. So Zenobia and then the two mongrel men make reflex saves for me. What kind? A reflex. Oh, a reflex reflex save. Got it. Yep. Not the fortitude reflex. <laughs> it was a joke. Just do reflex. Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. That should be plenty to pass. Yeah, that's enough to pass. What has happened here is as this box falls and crashes onto the ground, the vials inside also break as vials of fire (laughs) and ice. (laughs) Cool. 
just spread out in this 10 foot oh, radius. No. And the area also begins to fill with smoke. Oh, jeez. Um, so Zenobia will take four points of fire damage and seven points of cold damage. <laughs> because you made the save. Oh, jeez. And the t- two mongrel men die. <gasps> what? <laughs> oh no. Those poor babies. <laughs> oh no. They were just working. That's all they were doing. Not anymore. Oh no. It's like, well that was cool. Jeez. <laughs> you know what the vials do now. <laughs> it makes a loud explosion. Oh. And as as this explosion goes off and the smoke fills this room, sirens start going oh, off no. in this area. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. <laughs> what did you do? I don't know, but it was pretty cool. <laughs> and hot. And hot. <laughs> Oh, those poor mongrels. <laughs> 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 <laughs>